Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe to know from masterpieces to deep fried tacos and if the movie sucks you might hear them say there's no telling where the guys will take you get ready for a spoiler won't say it twice cause we're already Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 703. Pray. Predator Predator 6. But I'm saying it in my head, P-R-A-Y. Sure. No, that makes sense. That's Yeah. yeah, I like it. (laughs) It's it's a very different movie. I, uh... I thought it was an MC Hammer biopic. <laughs> I was really confused. I mean, the, the amount of musical biopics are happening right yeah. now. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Weird Al's getting one, <laughs> I, which is just I can't insane. wait for that. <laughs> like that Local one, channel looks, original. Yeah, that's yeah. is it really? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They'll finally get somebody to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I know that may be the one because Roku Channel has all the Quibi stuff. They bought oh, all that Quibi. Where, that where all that went. All the Quibi content went there, but they made it widescreen and like normal. You know, because Quibi was made to watch on your phone vertically. Right, right. So they did shoot it. They shot it in widescreen, so it could formatted be. it. And okay, then they have them all originally in widescreen. Wow, boy, I would bet it would look weird in widescreen. That's what I'm saying. Everything was framed to be just. Dead center, right? Just a lot of scenery, right. yeah. <laughs> just, a lot of, just a lot of extra stuff on the side. People that love symmetry are just wilding out. About yeah, it's, it's all Wes Anderson it's, watches. I was gonna say it's yeah. a Kubrick, <laughs> Wes, Anderson. Wes Anderson watches. Sometimes though, because of that, like w- you know, we were uh, we watched Friends. I watched it comes with my son, so we just pound through them. So we, sure. you know, and so we we were doing Friends because he needs to see the classics, of course, and. Um, <laughs> Uh, and there are times when, because it wasn't originally intended to air widescreen, 
you can see things that you're not supposed to see. Oh. Like you can see like the edge of the set or you can see that like one of them wasn't there that day and they use like a body double for Phoebe oh, that's so and Central weird. Perk. You got to like really kind of like oh. know to look for it, but it That's interesting. But it, it there are some interesting didn't they do that with up. the Simpsons? Wasn't that the, the one of the things with the Simpsons is they? Well, no, they they they, they tried to take the early episodes and, and make them, them sixteen nine. That's what but, it they, was, but yeah. they didn't stretch them; they cropped them. And they right, cropped right, them. Right, right, visual right. gags, yeah. side gags. And now yeah. it's all fixed. Yeah, yeah. Four by three is the way to watch it. You do not watch the early Simpsons. <laughs> I have those. On, I have those on DVD. So, yeah. yeah. And given what's happening with digital services, I made the right call. Yeah, <laughs> me and Tom are sweating over here. <laughs> I think I feel like Voodoo's pretty safe. I, I think know. it's big enough that someone would yeah, acquire it. And I feel like it is too. But when Sony started pulling purchases from the PlayStation Store in yeah. Germany and Austria, which I know, but it's like they bought that stuff too. Right, it's Sony. So it's like, yeah, no, oh. that is it's a little disconcerting. You know, it's, yeah, but, I think yeah. if they, but if they if they tried it on too grand of a scale, there would just be a massive class yeah. action. Oh so. yeah, big time. So big time. they gotta you know They'll be concerned about that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. so um. Uh, I want to start the episode with some some sad news. We don't oh, normally do sad news, right. okay. but uh, and I'm being serious. I know it's hard to tell when I'm being serious, but uh, should we introduce ourselves so they know who we are? Oh yeah, let's do that. <laughs> it's this been a while. Joe. This is Kevin, and this is Tom. There now, everybody knows who we are. So, Although, given yeah. our voices and the recent comments on some of our posts, I'm not sure they do know who we are because <laughs> well, people think you're you and I'm me, or you're me. And I am I'm you. you. I am me. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's exactly well, that's, it. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah. Uh, it ba- basically, if it's something that's you know cancelable, <laughs> it's me. Joe said it. Thank you. If it's, it's something old. really old, <laughs> it's me. Fair enough. I was explaining to people on Twitter the other day. That you post. I'm posting to Kevin. You yeah, can't tell because it's a podcast. But uh, uh, you posted a gif from uh, Jaws. Jaws. Yes. Where he crushes the beer can, and I was like, I don't think younger people realize. It used to be really hard to crush a beer. They were metal. They were metal. (laughs) Yeah. They were metal. Quint having that old man strength. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, like nowadays, in Animal House, it's the same thing when they're crushing them on their heads. You're like, ha ha ha. And it's like, no, no, dude. Those were. Those were met, you, metal beer Doing that cans. in 2022, whatever. That was 1980? That's pre Pop Tops. Like you had to have a a utensil to open a beer can. Oh, sure. That's, Maybe yeah. not in the seventies, but definitely did the in the time Animal House was set. Yeah, I know it was filmed in the seventies, but it's set. That's in the true. 60s. That's true. Yeah, definitely. Like a, yeah, the whole key. Yeah, like you're probably not old enough to remember the pop tops used to actually pop no, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like people would just chuck them on the ground if you were walking around barefoot, like at the, <laughs> at, at the boat or something. <laughs> yes. and they'd just be all over the place. That was definitely. I remember. I was not allowed to walk around barefoot. Yeah, depending the on where pop I was. tops that stayed on the can was like. That that was a game <laughs> revolutionary. Yes. <laughs> so uh, anyway, sad news. Uh, friend of the show, Mark Jackson, has passed away. Oh, dang. And, oh. and the reason I bring him up here is because he designed the real spoilers logo. Yeah. Like that's the guy who makes the logo that you see in your feet every week. That's right. I was wondering what was. Going yeah. On like with him. he, uh, he I, and you might remember a couple years back. We I think we talked about it. I know we posted in the group, but yeah. he was he had epilepsy real bad and yeah. it was really taking a toll on him from a cognitive standpoint. And then he had moved to Arkansas to uh, to to live with some distant relatives. And I had a number for him. And then he stopped texting mm. back. And I was like, oh, no. Right. And uh, but I didn't know the co- the family to contact. Yeah. And 
and then I, you can't, I mean, Google the name Mark Jackson. Sure, right, sure, like sure, sure. You know, and it doesn't help. I think there's an NBA player named Mark Jackson. So, um, and and so uh, I found out, like through a friend of a friend of a friend, listener of the show, uh, Jen Kramer was nice enough. I think that's how you say her last yeah. name. Yeah, uh, was nice enough to reach out to let me know because I had no clue. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I thank you so much for doing that. And uh, um, so anyway, I just you know I was friends with the guy for man 35 years oh, dang. something like okay. that like we've i couldn't tell you how many concerts we had seen together limitless like, yeah i mean because yeah. he was a big kansas fan i was a big monkeys fan so like we would always drag each other to kansas i was like how does that show. correlate but all yeah. right <laughs> yeah like it's like i didn't i mean i like kansas sure. I, i've probably seen kansas literally like 15 times only because of mark jackson because sure. it was his favorite sure. band and you know and he ended up going to see the monkeys a bunch because of me and so um and then we actually found out we 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 met in a comic book store. I was working the counter, and he came in, and we just got to talking. And we figured out like a year later that we had actually met at a concert. And oh. we both went to go see the band America, and we were talking in the lobby. Okay, and we were like, "Wait, were you like?" <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of yeah, cool. it was kind of pretty cool. cool. So, that's pretty cool. But he was very talented, a really nice guy. It was it was sad to see. Uh, how the toll that, that. That, that took on him and to but, his family yeah and how so, did they may not listen but well still. i mean that's he didn't have a lot like his both of his parents had passed and he had a sister who, who died years ago oh, so okay, okay. he didn't have any like immediate family so um so anyway i just wanted to acknowledge that especially since he's he's connected to the show he designed he's been now part, of, world this, part of the show from day one real spoilers logo that's right that's right <laughs> and he was kind enough to not even charge us so I, that's yeah DIY and we got lucky enough that he he took care of it and yeah so that's uh, where we stuck anyway I just wanted to uh to throw that out there so not to that's be, all I mean, rest in peace yeah. yes so sorry to hear that anyway uh should I go into shameless plugs <laughs> sure or? why okay, not <laughs> sure shameless plugs have they ever been more shameless <laughs> no they have not no they have well not. in in the memory of Mark Jackson we'll yes. dedicate <laughs> the we'll dedicate plugs. the shameless plugs to Mark Jackson so he would he would find that funny. <laughs> I, assure, I mean, he was my friend for 35 years. He couldn't be my friend for that long without having that kind of right. humor. So I assure you, he would find it funny. <laughs> so uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find us you or wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. Wherever you find us, you can find a podcast. It works both ways. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. Uh, while you're there, like the page, join the group. The group is called the League of Show Shares because we're hoping maybe you'll share an episode with a friend. People who were kind enough to share an episode over the past two weeks because I was out last week because I was on a cruise. And I don't know what I'm doing. And, so uh, these two were too lazy to do it. <laughs> so uh, here we go. Heather Sachs, Gabriel Lugo, Julianne Jordan, Tammy Sherman Powers. Wait, Tammy Lynn Powers Betts. That's a different one because she got married. Oh, oh congratulations. So congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, so congrats on that. And uh and so so that's now how we have the Brad Hyman rule. Now we have the the Tammy Lynn Powers Betts rule, <laughs> okay. which is if you get married and your name changes we'll that do, week, we do both. Okay. I and, like it. I yeah, like it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's the anti Brad Hyman rule. <laughs> yeah, it's the anti Brad Brad Hyman rule. And you deserve the extra, right? Because she got married and she still found time to share an episode. That's fair. So if That's you fair. haven't shared an episode yet and you listen, What's your excuse? 
I had, I had COVID. Quick answer, none. None. <laughs> but the challenge is, see, you have to be a guest on the show the week before you get married, <laughs> share it, and then you still get to have your old name read because- That's your old name. You know, yeah. you just have That's to- That's anti anti Brad <laughs> Iron no. Rule. Yeah. No, wait. That is just the Brad Iron Rule. Mm. I'm thinking through. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Magic Man, Chris Balls, <laughs> Travis T. Witt, Glenn Cougar Mellenbrewer, Douglas Boldick, Ralph Tribble, Josh Rosen, Christopher Rex, uh, David Rojas- Brad, nineteen ninety one. I checked. It's Oof, not okay. okay. Oh yeah, wait, it's, it's, or is it Braid? Off. I don't know if I typed it wrong or I don't know. <laughs> I know Brad's trying to sneak one in. Yeah. yeah. Ronnie Castle, Chris Wilson, Colby Mack, Geek to Be Radio, Invasion of the Remake, Binge Movies, Averting the Brad High and Roll because you took a week ah. off from doing League of Show Sharers, so he wouldn't have gotten read last week, right? Right. But since he shared mm. the following week's episode, yes, and we had to do two at once. He gets to sneak in. Smooth. And we get to irritate Brad Hyen. <laughs> which which is, is just the best. Always a blast. <laughs> Nostalgia cast. But you didn't read his name, did you? Jason from Binge Movies. Well, it's just Binge Movies. Okay. But that he uses that yeah. as his yeah, sole yeah, account. Okay. So, yeah. so uh, uh, Nostalgia cast, Mike Mike and Oscar, In Session Film, Randy Shulman, Matt Neglia, Galactic Ditto. I can't tell you how close I came. I caught my own mistake. <laughs> of oh, I, I thought for a hot second i actually typed it i know you did galactic dildo that's exactly where i went and, with it uh, and so <laughs> sorry and now i'm hoping now i'm gonna gotta go see if there is a galactic dildo. <laughs> if not trademark real spoilers yeah yeah l is not well <laughs> no relation to the galactic dildo that's just she's just not well uh feel and film ryan terry from the force of crowd podcast vertigate 314 Real Recon, Spoiler Piece Theater, Batman Rye Guy, Crooked Table Productions, Minorities Report, uh, ATL Bone and Bread, uh, Chris Williams. Did I read that one? No, I don't think so. Uh, Banji85. Hey, we're on a roll. Piecing It Together podcast, The Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast, and that's it because the last one I typed twice. So. <laughs> all right. So Sweet. There. There's all Whew, that's a lot. That is you a need a break? <laughs> I do. I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> So uh, uh, before we get started, I think I think the uh, it would talk be about Patreon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash real spoilers. We're for five bucks a month to get all sorts of bonus content. And we love you long time. That's right. And there'll be uh, we've got what have we got? Evil Dead one is up. Yeah. Evil Dead two is coming And evil uh, army of darkness was recorded. And that'll be up in a little bit. And then okay. we're going to do uh, the remake here in, uh, next week. Uh, I feel like it'd be remiss if we didn't. You know, we haven't been in the room in a while and there's been some wackadoo news coming out of a certain company that may or may not produce comic book movies anymore i have no idea oh, we're gonna keep doing it <laughs> it's so obviously one company you can trust for a solid <laughs> yeah. comic book movie franchise and property it's dc comics uh, and their parent company and they've gotten rid of that title because it's just dc.com now they've gotten rid of the <laughs> comics altogether what a crazy but the C stands for comics. Thanks. Right. I get DC Comics comics, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a crazy week where a movie, the Batgirl movie starring Leslie Grace. Nielsen? Leslie Nielsen. Oh, <laughs> sign me up for that. Yeah. Uh, Leslie been, Ann Warren? I, she was almost Lois Lane. Okay. Yeah. Leslie Mann? <laughs> that would have been great as well. Leslie Manfield? Who's that? That's someone. Oh. Somewhere, somewhere. That's true. But like, you you take a movie that is almost done, completely done, and you're just like, nope. It's weird, man. I've never seen that. Well, I mean, it's ninety million dollars is the estimated budget with COVID 
reshoots oh, and things. Sure, it was sure. originally budgeted to 70. It shot up to 90. It's in post-production, but I believe it is wrapped on filming. Now they may have to do reshoots. So no, they don't. But Exactly. <laughs> so that's the thing is that the, the new guy that came in, the guy the that, Discovery guy? that came in, yeah, and is now the head of Warner, is going through and just cutting things left and right that do not scream instant profit yeah. or do not fit into whatever the plan they think they're going to make for DC is someone finally said it though the guy actually said we're going to map a 10 year plan inspired by the likes of Kevin Feige so like they're finally yeah. after yeah. this long so what 2013 well, now the beginning of the beginning of this podcast yeah like that's how long it's it been took them to go to oh, maybe out. we should do that Kevin Feige. <laughs> we always said it right we We've said they have the road yeah right yeah he I mean and every other studio has tried to copy it right you yeah. had the the we, dark universe thing and we've always the, said that they 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 wanted it now right they yeah. they they and and marvel built up to it and i don't even know if marvel was savvy enough to they just didn't have a choice they didn't have a choice but, they had their b their b tier or even right. c tier characters they're like all right we gotta do something let's and, try but, this but they they slow walked it they didn't try to be like we put out one superhero movie and now there's a team right like they you know and here's a movie where we're introducing 19 superheroes <laughs> simultaneously it's like by the time you got to avengers you knew everybody mm-hmm. and you, you didn't need to see 15 origin stories for this movie to make sense and you knew what the threat was right yeah like yeah yeah it's so it's like they've canceled the batgirl show the movie the gotham knights show that Mm. never really got off the ground but i think that's done flash scooby-doo movie that was already done it was a young it was with the young kids was it animated or was that a sequel to scoob oh okay but scoob was fine yeah, I that one out of all of them, that's the one that mystifies yeah. me. The it most. was done. Like the, the producer said, it was basically done, and they loved it. And they're basically just taking tax write offs for stuff, especially because oh. Scooby Doo has always existed as like they do two or three seasons, and then they scrap it or scrappy it. Oh, hey! yeah, they scrappy do, <laughs> and they start it over, right? You know, you and just so reboot it, and it does. Yeah, it, I mean, they've yeah. been doing that for decades you now. don't need continuity you, scooby-doo if you no. look if you look at if you look search scooby-doo on hbo max yeah it's ridiculous oh, there's yeah. millions <laughs> of those straight yeah. to not even straight to, but there's like multiple different shows, shows. Well, there's sure. like yeah. scoob and me but you, and, i mean yeah. there's like yeah 70 movies when i was like, a, when I was a, for sure. I was a blockbuster yeah. those things rented they do great yeah. business crazy yeah I, it's yeah. it's just sad that they're not so this guy apparently is big on reality shows and discovery has a ton of these reality yeah, shows i want to watch a movie with the guys from but they're cheap and they make money around. right and that's what they brought yeah. them in to do but this guy, i've heard rumors that they might stop calling it hbo max and they're just going to go with the discovery yeah brand. yeah they're, that, they're, they so i think dumb. they said that by by next year they're going to have the apps merged and hbo max is the best app out there if you look at the customer like uh well, it does have 90 something yeah satisfaction. like the customer satisfaction rate is like 90 it just is it's the best streaming sleek, app out it's, there yeah, yeah it's easily searchable yeah i think i agree so this guy's coming into clean house he's doing it for the stockholders but the thing is he's getting rid of scripted content for reality crap and i mean that's fine if you like that stuff at tom i know you watch some reality shows I, it doesn't have to be either but yeah order, i don't want right? to get rid like, of scripted content yeah like i mean yes i i mean i, I watch some really lowbrow reality <laughs> television like love after lock up oh chef f boy island chef's kiss right. like that show is just <laughs> it's hot mess i still watch teen mom sure i just because um you know when you're going through your t your dvr and you're like you're like you know oh i guess uh 
You know, let's let's yeah. do it. Let's do a Doctor Phil. I can be like, well, let's do a Teen Mom. <laughs> That's fun. It's easy. That, that joke never gets old. No. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but I also watch the other things too. Sure. Right. Like it's not. Yeah, we don't want just yeah. reality shows, and so it's it's sad because you know going through and looking at the list of HBO Max original, they pulled a bunch of streaming only titles too. That, and that confused really me weird. because they they own them right. right. Like they didn't license American Pickle. They paid to have it. Produ- and I they, guess it's one thing it. to like pull it and then make room for something else and then bring it back. But I like. Do you even need to make room for something else anymore? Is that well, even you don't a need thing? to make room? No. I, yeah, I wouldn't. Think it makes so. no sense. But but if you think about it, like we've gotten some really good HBO Max originals. Uh, one of them is that Station Eleven was. But amazing. that was intended to be one and done. Did they pull that though? Oh no no. What I mean is that if they stop making scripted content, oh, we're not oh, going to get great. I, see, I, see. I mean, Station yeah. Eleven was one of the greatest things I watched in the past year. That yeah. that show was incredible. It was really good. And there's Tokyo Vice. Yeah, that's one I wanted to watch. You've got. Um, I mean, there's a whole bunch. Sex Life of College Girls yep. is really good. That's one of them. It was, it, it, it's a horrible title because you just <laughs> yeah. feel so pervy right. when you're like, let's watch this. But it's actually really funny. But okay. Our Flag Means Death, which was renewed for a second season, but Raised by Wolves, that was the that was Ridley, a Ridley Scott, Scott one. one. That was a snooze fest. I gave up after three episodes. I got through the first season. I was like, I'm uh, The I'm Flight Attendant with Kaylee Cuoco. Peacemaker is an, is an HBO Max original. They said that's safe, though. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying these are getting canceled, especially if they're already renewed. But my point is, if this guy's not greenlighting original content, right. scripted content, look at all the shows. Right quality shows you could miss out on so well and that's if i'm another if i'm paramount if i'm apple if i'm disney i'm just like okay so you're not gonna have it which is fine bring that over here like bring it over to bring it over to our stuff and you know and i don't know i don't know what i don't subscribe to paramount like that's really the only one i don't i think too um but like the disney i mean Disney at this point, I don't really think are doing original programming as much as like hey, we got a Star Wars show, we got a Marvel show, we got this. Um, but that's still original programming. It, but I mean, like, I mean, like, but, but you're not getting like not a Ted new Lasso. IPs. You're not yeah. getting you know what I mean? new IPs. Sure. Um, Ted Lasso wasn't a new IP, just for the record. What do you mean? It's based on a commercial. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, that show is brilliant. It's it really is good. a great show, oh but it was God, it's so based good. on a, a series. When of you commercials. get that, you know, I saw that ending for season two coming, but when you when it happens, you're yeah, like, you mother mother, yeah. Uh, but no, like I if if HBO, which I feel like has always been the the standard bearer for original programming, yeah. scripted programming for a long time. Going, I, w- I would Home say going back office, to, the, to they, the Sopranos. They created right? the it Sopranos. as a pay cable network to have premium No, before stuff. the Sopranos, you had Oz and The Wire. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, so yeah. okay, so even going back even yeah. further, right? Well, they're like, the place. They, they like, were setting the standard. But this guy's Discovery. That's the problem. That's he doesn't care about me. Home Box Office. He cares about... 90 day fiance I don't know the shows yeah. but he cares about this this reality stuff because like you said you follow people around with a camera that's yeah, your budget right and it sucks though because yeah I mean that's fine if you want to watch that but look at those the list of shows we named and those are scripted content top tier shows incredible content on yeah. HBO Max so it's sad and I you know he's a numbers guy so yeah it may be good for the stock but people if they're going to jump ship like non-reality people they're gonna be like well this i'm good this has well i also think that like then what does that mean for hbo you're kind of damaging the hbo brand if you leave it called hbo and if you and if you just have hbo be a cable station like 
that you might as well make them a radio channel. What's the point? Like right, you know, you're just you're yeah. you're putting them in the dustbin of history. Yeah, yeah, you're putting it in in the words of Toy Story. You're going up on the top shelf. Yeah, yeah. yeah that for sucks sure. to buy HBO and then get rid of it, basically. You know, which is just yeah. insane. Like, I mean, it's the oldest one, right? It's the oldest. Like pay you know a premium cable channel right or was yeah. it like Showtime? It was the first one. I think HBO was, it was first. The first yeah, one. they like, all copied HBO. Yeah, which is just mm-hmm. bonkers. Yeah. So if they are going to scrap the DC, and it sounds like I mean Jim Lee said at Comic Con like the Snyderverse is gone, but we've still got all these other so, movies that are so tired there's and, an upside. Yeah, yeah, right. It is insane. That I mean, I guess if you look at the money, right? Like Batgirl was only ninety million. The Flash is. 200 million but they haven't scrapped the flash that's what i'm saying like i think it's insane i think the 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 fact that as soon as that movie goes out everything that's going on with you can bleep me on this for brains like it's gonna come out it's gonna be front and center you're gonna get zero whether the movie's good or not you're gonna get zero good press there's no there's no way i don't think they care people may not care but the stories that are going to be coming out are when I that know, movie comes out. But, but why gonna... do people not care about him, but they care about Kevin Spacey? That's, I mean... Or the the guy who sells timeshares in the Caribbean now. <laughs> Which is just... Talk yeah. about him. You know? I think they know stuff we don't about Ezra Miller. And I can't help but think that when it all comes out, like, there's... There's oh. like a psychotic break happening. It's not just a personality flaw uh-huh. that the guy like. Oh, for sure. That, and that people that I think they're hoping that people will be more willing to turn a blind eye to it because they'll be able to sell the idea. There was like, a mental health break. Like this guy had a severe mental health crisis. They're a person too, not a guy. Sorry, sorry. Oh yeah. Well, right, I was right, using right. guy in the gender neutral <laughs> sense. We're all guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, hey man. man. Hey man. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know that. That they had a severe mental health. Well, I, could, I could definitely see that being a spin. The yeah. signs are yeah. all there. I, that is sure. definitely what's happening. So yeah. hopefully they get help and figure this out because right now they're driving around the country with a bulletproof vest and, and a gun and a gun, right? Yeah. Thinking that the FBI and other the organizations are tailing them. Yeah. So Yikes! It's clearly you, so. If you were to reboot it, who do you start with? Out of, just, just not, not, I, they've, not already, they've already got it I, I Black think, Adam to me is the reboot I guess but I think the Batman is their universe I, oh He's, man. The, I hear you they see the box office they see the quality Matt Reeves Robert Pattinson all that's there they've got the Penguin show in development I think Maybe. that's your new DCEU Maybe. and then they branch off that I, I think know. it's difficult to slide a Superman into that world I think so too like we like the, like the, it's difficult to, to slide any superpower. Right, person the Batman has. works because it it doesn't have other things that it needs to attach to. I think it's going to be, I think that's going to be the struggle. I'm not saying it can't be done. Yeah, but to try and add, there's no there's no superhero supernatural element to this world of the Batman yeah. that yeah. we've seen. It's very you know detective driven, which yeah. is which is good. But it also makes it a lot harder to have connective tissue sure. to these more outlandish concepts. I agree. And so like, I think that's going to be the struggle there. I think if it were me, I would take Black Adam, which you've already got bits and pieces of the Justice Society, and then go from there. Let Black Adam be your reboot, and then go however you need to go I see. Hopefully from it's there. good. Yeah, yeah. Well, the round, yeah, that's true. I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah. See, I think it makes sense to start with Superman because he's got he's I got know. a foot in both worlds. He can he can have that 
you know, quote unquote, realistic aspect. But he has superpowers. But the problem is they've gone to that well so damn many times and, and messed it up. It, so to try to do it again just That's, seems yeah. to me. I would do Black Adam and then let let Superman be your Nick Fury, where we've run it up. You know, Black Adam is now in the present day. End of that movie is Superman coming to Black Adam, be like, "Look, we need some help, and you might be the guy to help us in this situ- whatever the situation is." And then go from there. Well, that's definitely why the Flash has been delayed. Whatever happens in the Flash, if it releases, I think will lead us into what actually is going to be. <laughs> Maybe they have to keep delaying it to figure out how they're going to reboot this thing. But my money is on. Just for the record, I think the Batman will be their starting point because this guy is a big theatrical guy. And he sees the success of that Batman and the oh, quality sure. of it. And that's the other thing is he's scrapping TV stuff. He's scrapping Batgirl because it's a TV movie. It feels like it's all the like extra DC, like the extra universes are kind of like getting, nope, we're getting rid but of all of that. See, the Flash is staying because it it's theatrical. This right. guy wants theatrical because it makes money. TV streaming doesn't make money. You get subscribers, but you know what I mean? You're loss leading there and whatever. He wants Movie comes out, billion dollars. Movie, you know, whatever. Right. And reality shows cost nothing. Put those on streaming. Like he, there's nowhere in the middle for this prestige television, which we've grown so accustomed to, and it's excellent. But he wants to see the immediate bottom line of release money. Interesting. You know, yeah. For self, so, hey, we'll see what happens. But it doesn't look good over there. No, it does not. So uh, anyway, pray. Now that we're. 30 minutes in who knew that dan trachtenberg who i, I think well i mean we did we did it with 10 cloverfield lane which we i think yeah. we all love yeah yes right? yeah, which is a brilliant phenomenal. movie uh, brilliant might be a little but oh, i thought it was pretty brilliant but it was it was really good yeah it's really a, good. they they somehow like made you forget that it was a cloverfield movie until the last 30 minutes 10 minutes and then you're like oh yeah this is a because well, it wasn't even it wasn't even titled that at first right like no Ten, one knew it was a cloverfield movie and then they attached it for to try to market is that what it was yeah. yeah it originally was going to be a like total secret or something yeah no one knew it was and then all of a sudden they called it 10 cloverfield and you're like oh huh. like wait what yeah uh and then the, the entire time you're watching it you're not entirely sure that it is a cloverfield yeah. movie until she drives away and you're like yeah. oh well okay uh the predator franchise is weird like it's a weird franchise right so i think one is the is the one of the greatest action movies ever made it's a great bait and switch because then it turns into a monster movie in the last yeah. 30 minutes. And then like all of the other ones are not as great. I like Predator 2. Predator 2 is a fun weird movie. Uh what's But the- it was it was a difficult sell especially back then the idea of we're not going to bring anybody back. Right. It's going to have a totally different vibe. Yep. It's, you know, yeah, like Danny Glover. Yeah, like it that was that was very weird and it was hard to convey to people what they were trying to do so it just felt like a cash grab yes and then of course the big end the big the big takeaway from that is like that's where you see the aliens right which is the big thing and then predators is that the third one did they wait that long before well, they the, made... you know there was an alien versus predator those all right those but are, i mean they're that, out there you're right alien avp and avp are are yeah. both out there and they are not good uh, then the Predators with Adrian Brody. The Predator, yeah. No, that's the Predators. The Predator was... What? No, it's Predators. because That's the name of that movie. Because they are the... They're hun- well, either way, there's a group of but them. But the Predator is Adrian Brody. No. No? The Predator is the Shane Black one. So Predator oh, 1987 geez. is yeah. Predator. Predator 2, AVP, AVPR, Predators with an S. Okay. Is the Adrian Brody one. Okay. And then... The Predator is the Shane Black one that we have done on this show that is 
not good. Okay. That may I maybe I'll rewatch it. Like maybe it's I don't think it's well, probably they were aged both well. Bad then. <laughs> yeah, but Predators, Predators isn't and bad, both, but we had our hopes up for the yeah. yes. black one. Yes, yeah. and then the Predator was bad, and now here we are with a movie again. Dan Trachtenberg, who has figured this out, like we're not going to call it by the original title. We're going to give you a, a different name, but this is the very. I guess it's the very first time that the Predator species has come to Earth mm-hmm. and decided to hunt on Earth. Well, we have no reason to know it's the first time. That's true. I mean, we we would have thought after the first Predator movie that that was the first time, <laughs> right? Like you, I guess you could just keep going yeah, back like and there's, making there's prequels. No but but yeah. I think the thought process is, is that the Predator, they go to different planets and try to find the biggest baddest enemy to fight you know and right. for the hunt and so i think the reason why they keep coming back to earth in these sequels we're led to believe now is because they found an actual <laughs> match on earth and that's why they keep coming back I right think, i do think this is the first time and that's why earth is always the setting because they're like well we gotta this is where the hunt is we gotta go this to is earth. where you go to prove yes you're and sometimes you come Kumite back or whatever yeah. it's called. yeah the parallels that run between the two stories this is i vi- love it, the way it's set up this is very much a it is a remake, sort of, of the first one. Like, the plot yeah. points are kind of the same. Sure. But that's okay. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and I think this is... I think this it's is a soft reboot. This is a crazy good movie. This, like, this movie is freaking awesome. I loved this. This this has taken the number two spot for me. Like, the first one will always be the first one. Yeah, sure. I think yeah. you take nostalgia aside. I think this may be the best one. But I think the I first understand. one looks better. Oh. I think this movie's gorgeous. The oh, cinematography you, you can in this see is it. freaking. Well, I, I did not have any problems. I neither, that was neither your did laptop. I. It was, I, I had my brightness cranked. What full I watched max. on my four K UHD TV. Never had that? one dark scene. I couldn't tell. What's that? What scene was that? Where it was that dark? The, like if the, the the grizzly bear scene. If the if oh, the close, so weird. If the closed captions didn't say bear growls, <laughs> I would have had no idea what was going. No, on. I, I saw that it, every time it went to night. It was virtually impossible for me to see. That's so weird. I promise you. That's not happened one time because I watched it after you showed us that. Not one scene was dark like that. Yeah, so that was deal. the computer or whatever. And it's, I mean, it's a computer. It's a friend. It's an LG. No, it's I get D- it, but yeah. that did not I happen. I was even, like a weird. I even went and adjusted my yeah. brightness to max brightness because it was so. I because yeah. I couldn't see anything. Could you see night. anything at all? A little bit. I mean, okay. I did cherry pick yeah. the absolute worst sure. part to <laughs> complain about, but um, but it was. I had a lot of trouble yeah. seeing the night scenes. Okay. No. So this is uh, like we said. It's the first. We assume it's the first time a predator has come to earth they drop them off it's it really is it's, a, it's a good bait and switch yeah and there's two parallel stories that run throughout the entire thing so you have the native americans who the whole cast is native american it's great it's fantastic representation and it is in what 1719 1719 and so the great plains i think is what it the, said the, the great north plains there it is yeah yeah. so you've got the time period you have the indigenous people who are there before other people start coming and so it's interesting because they start dropping little clues that they're not the only ones there but i love how they don't just spell it out it's they dropped little clues bear trap the dog gets his tail stuck in a bear trap which i like when i saw that i was like okay so if we're dealing with like a primitive predator right it could track that well i think they want you to yeah. think the primitive predator has stuff laid out but if you look at the time period right you think about who else is in north america and so i love that but they don't just show you right no and so it's like we're used to human versus predator and i love there's a third party out there and now it's human versus human versus yeah. predator versus animals <laughs> like it's, there's all kinds of <clears throat> it's a food chain it is a food chain so uh yeah our main character uh she's kind of she Naru. It, 
Say it again. Play, Naru. Naru. Played by Amber Midthunder, who's amazing. What a great name. Yeah. That's an amazing Well, and her brother, played by Dakota Beavers, he was badass. Come on. Like Mid- I mean, these but, are Native but, um, These are but yeah. Native Mid- Mid-Thunder is oh, pretty yeah. dope. Oh, yeah. Their names like, are yes. awesome, though. It really, they're, you've got Michelle Thrush plays the mother. You have the chief, Julian Black Antelope is his, the actor's name. Yeah. But, but these are, again, for representation. That's when not, you're making this about it. the Native Americans, the indigenous people, they you have used, to hire Native Americans. They did. They yeah. did it right, which is so refreshing because you know how many movies for- for forever didn't do it sure. yeah and yeah they actually hired a real alien to play the predator did you know that yeah yeah they killed him too yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> very authentic <laughs> yeah. i like the fact that they had them speak english that they didn't go the I subtitle right i'm really i was kind of worried i was that was like, what we were gonna oh do dear. i was like oh no and i also like the fact that they didn't have them speak they basically had them speak in modern english right it, was, it wasn't like, broken english they didn't do this broken english yeah but it creates other problems Right, like so when when the the French when the French show up, and then they're speaking to each other in English. Like I just assumed, like they're talking to each other in Comanche, but we're gonna say it in English because you know American. it's a better business model yes, than right, to make a right, movie right. recorded entirely in Comanche yeah. dialogue. <laughs> it, but so then when the French show up. No dot no. Well, then no now they're both speaking to each other in English. Now I'm like, well, then where did the Comanche <laughs> learn the English? And how come the French have accents, but the Comanches don't? Well, I I, <laughs> I really did do. You, wait, did you get subtitles for the French? The, sub, were, the, the French, French was subtitled in French. Because oh, okay. because I, you're supposed to be confused like the character is because the characters can't right. speak French. Yeah. So I know, okay, okay. I, but I they didn't sense. translate it for, for yeah. the subtitles. Okay, okay. Still you're not, I, I love that when movies do that. When when the character doesn't know what the right. other people are saying, don't you shouldn't know what the other people are saying. It puts you in their right. spot. No, I think it's just a movie thing for business. Like you said, I do think they're speaking Comanche, and I think the French speak Comanche. It's just they're all... Oh, you the, think the French all, are speaking Comanche as well? Yeah, I think okay. that they're all speaking Comanche, but when we hear English, it's actually Comanche. That's to explain you, because uh, man, I think I think you're giving those French folks the benefit. Are you think well, he said were, we speak a lot of languages, and so oh, I think they do. He said I speak a lot. Yeah, of languages. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, the other yeah. people don't know Comanche or English; they're speaking French. Okay, it's just him. He's their translator. Sure. So I think that he has learned Comanche from dealing with the, the indigenous people as they're there. So that makes sense. And so I do think it's a way to just for the audience to not have to read subtitles, not have you know I. I personally wish it were in Comanche the whole movie. There's a dub of it, but I think it'd be cool because I like subtitles, but I am happy with the way they did it. Yeah. I think it was pretty smooth because they start off speaking Comanche, then you hear English, and it's just English the rest, rest yeah. of the movie. So I have one more quibble yeah. about, about the predator himself okay. or his species. Well, them, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, don't cancel us over predator pronouns. They've had no technological advancements in 245 years. Well, no. Sure they have. So, okay, they so, shoot blasters now yeah, instead by the, of by the time arrows. We get to, by, the, by the time we get to Predator 1987, our the first Predator, he's got that cannon? shoulder cannon. Yeah, there's a lot of he's advancements. He's got like, the, the, the metal, the metal mask that's got visor. all of the... He's got a skull in this movie. Okay. Not a, yeah, he's so got like... He's it got like seem like radically No, 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 different. he does. He has like the... He has the shoulder blaster. He's got he's like got the... He's got bombs or something? Yeah, he's got bombs and he's yeah. got like the big metal mask that has like the oxygen tubes yeah. like attached to it. Remember like this... when he pulls it off, it like sprays oxygen everywhere? This is a very um, primitive predator. It I really will say is. that, like, I can't figure out how the cannon works from the helmet that I thought was just bone. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know how that worked. Well, when we get to the it's when still we get alien to the, technology, it's tracking technology. So is those, that what it is? Those arrows follow wherever the lasers are. It's laser guided. Okay. Okay. And the mask, even though it looks like a skull, still has some technology that glows green and is a computerized thing. So yeah. it's primitive, but primitive for an alien sure, advanced sure, sure. species. Yeah. And I will say this is a different looking predator. He yeah. is, and I, there's actually a really good podcast uh, called The Kingcast, mm-hmm. and on the most recent episode, they had Dan Trachtenberg on the on the show to talk about the raft actually um which is a pretty good little stephen king short story in the skeleton scott keys. wampler's podcast i can't think of the other guy the guy's names okay but yeah it's a really good if you like stephen king it's a fantastic yeah. podcast oh the rap that's in creep shows that the one in creep show yes yeah but it's also in the skeleton key i think is where yeah i'm yeah. reading it. it's way better in the book i mean yes. that's so clear creep show say, is also not the, creep show two is not that great yeah creep show the first one is <laughs> fun the second one's up. pretty bad yeah Scott Wampler and Eric Vespi. Okay, yep. Yeah. yeah. But he says, he's like, we slimmed him down, like we slimmed this predator down a little bit so you can see more. You know, the, the original one is very bulky mm-hmm. and it's very, you know, this one is slimmer and it can move around faster and moves differently. Yeah. And it does, like it's, but the face is different too. Like mm-hmm. it's not the traditional predator face that we see all the time. <laughs> like it's always the same one yeah. over and over. It's so this close, guy's got a different yeah, it's close, but this one has a different look, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, they can evolve in two hundred years. Sure, so why not? And you get shoulder it. shoulder cannons, you mm-hmm. know, I get it. Uh yeah, so she she does not really like her role currently, right? Because this is a, it's a it's tra- a traditional role where she is just a gatherer. And yeah. she the men believes do the hunting right. and the women do the gathering. And she believes that she can be a hunter and she kind of uh she refuses to accept her role so she's going on hunts with her brother and her there's a there's a there's a first subplot of somebody goes i guess one of the guys goes missing one of the men Mm -hmm. of the tribe goes missing and they have to go get him so she kind of tracks the the men and sneaks up on him which i think is pretty good like you think it's a pre you know that we're in the we're in the i'm not gonna call it the jungle but we're in the woods like we're in the we're in the forest which is again a very cool setting like to take him out these shots the cinematography this is a beautiful looking gorgeous the just walking around the landscape the overhead shots Mm -hmm. the drone shots in this movie that follow them from a a distance or the right overhead going through the forest as they're walking through the trees yeah it's a beautiful film the guy that did the cinematography for this he was a music video director as many of (laughs) you know as many of them start or maybe I guess director or cinematographer, but whatever. He worked with music videos. Yeah. How a lot of directors start because of the visual medium. And so he does great it's work. It's a cheap way to test somebody out. Absolutely. Right? Like, you hey, know. go make that Katy Perry video. Let's see what you do. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he, I mean, he's done other films too. So I'm I'm just looking up his name. I, had I, I may have just dated myself with a Katy Perry reference. Like that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Oh, like the, yeah. the, the hottest music <laughs> hey, videos out there. Taylor like, Swift Perry. video. <laughs> But I will say, like on that point, Trachtenberg said he's. They were talking about the the score for this, and they got. He's like, I was playing the new Assassin's Creed, and I was like, this score is beautiful. So we hired the woman that did the score for Assassin's Creed, <laughs> Ragnarok or Valhalla. Yeah, Valhalla, and, and brought her on, and she did the score for this movie. Like this that's was cool. That's which I was and like, I was yeah, getting of hints of. I don't know if you guys did, but I had recently watched Last of the Mohicans. I was getting hints of that theme throughout. Oh, I could see that. Kind of, a, it's a similar setting. Yeah. So yeah. I thought maybe they threw in a little maybe homage or the hints there. There's a the predator one. theme, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So the guy that did the cinematography, his name is Jeff Cutter, and I just want to give him credit because this movie is so gorgeous. Yeah. He did Ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh, okay. He okay. did some of the other stuff that Trachtenberg has done. So clearly they worked together for a while. I mean, I won't give him a lot of credit for Ten Cloverfield Lane. That was just in a bunker. 
Yeah, but you have to make it look interesting. <laughs> that's true. Still, yeah. that's the thing is if you can yeah, hold I mean, someone's uh, attention, a lot of times one, that's harder. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to keep spaces. Like go go watch Twelve Angry Men. Like, sure, it takes place in a room and. And it's and it's literally just twelve people talking, yelling at each other for for ninety five minutes. And but they keep it visually interesting. Like go figure. Yeah, that's and, a great movie. And don't forget that Dan Trachtenberg directed the first episode of The Boys. He did, and so that he set did. off that show, which is incredible. Yeah, and this guy did the cinematography for that too. So, but we're getting a Waterworld series. Is that what that is? Uh-huh. He's. I He's, saw that on there, but I didn't. A, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else it would be. Yeah, yeah it could be really cool. Mm-hmm. Why would you call something else Waterworld? <laughs> no, I'm sure it is, but it could be really cool. I mean, look and think about how the visuals and the world that they create there. If you get it with this guy doing the cinematography and. Trachtenberg has not steered us wrong yet. Yeah, that's true. He's too. You know, he's he's two for two. Yeah. So she takes off and she's following. You know, she goes with them to kind of find this guy, and they end up finding this the dude, and he's all cut up, and he's got this big. Uh, like bear, well, claw mark. We don't know what it is, right? Like that's that's kind of the fun part is we're it's either a lion or it's a bear or it could also be the predator. Like there's there's all these different options. We find out that she is way not way into, but she's really good at medicine. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of her jam. So she like fixes the wound uh, and then gives him this medicine to slow his to make him cold so he doesn't bleed out. And I was like, that's kind of brilliant. Like, yeah. that's the so smart the, way to do it. It's a great setup too. Yeah. planting the seeds here. Exactly. And we see, yeah, we see she's supposed to go get more of this orange, orange flower, flower for her mother who's doing the healing and she's out of it. So she's supposed to gather that she was gathering it for her. And then that's why she has it with her. Right. And so the, the, the dudes kind of, they build like a, uh, what do you like a cot? A, yeah. Like a stretcher. A stretcher. A stretcher. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they start taking him back. But then does it the the brother says, I'm going to hunt this thing. And she kind of lays out a plan. She's like, don't like just lead him to you. Like if you bring if you bring the lion to you, then we can we can do this. You know, they have this whole setup where they're in a tree and the one guy is giving her kind of the, the guff and then he gets snatched off that tree by a lion. Yeah. All like, the guys, Whoa. all the guys are doing the stereotypical. You're a woman. You get get back to the gathering right you know they're doing that whole thing we're the warriors you know kind of a more modern thing that we see but it's like wow 200 years ago they were still doing <laughs> yeah. that and i will say like th- my only complaint is when they do the cg animals that up close feel old, but it's like 300 years <laughs> oh, man three, see that's how it happens when you get yeah. older like, up on you. they don't look the best yeah, the, the up close. When sure. they're further away, they look fine. But when you start, when getting some up close, are better than others. The yeah. bear was rough. Yeah, the, I thought the lion the, didn't look that great. The lion, depending on, we how should it say shot. it's a mountain lion. Like it's not a lion. Oh, lion. Yeah. it's not. It's it's a lion. It's like Trachtenberg was smart enough to be like, well, we can't we, we can't put a, a lion in the yeah. forest. Yeah, like, this is it's a mountain lion. But, but yeah, they were hit or miss. The the, the rabbit looked good. Yeah, there, the, the there wolf were, looked good. The the wolf looked really good because yeah. I think probably there's lots of wolves in movies. They probably borrowed That's assets, fair. right? <laughs> yeah. For like you know, wolves are in a lot of movies, right? So yeah, it was hit or miss. But you know what? I'm starting to get more used to CG animals yeah. because they've not used real animals for so long. And I mean, yeah, granted, did you like, see like Welcome Home, Gordy. Do you see what happens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. They haven't used them in so long that I know it's a little jarring, but 
they're getting better at it and now it's like okay yeah that's a cg animal of course it is and it kind of just is there it is what it is yeah yeah um that dog was a real dog until it's doing crazy stuff and fighting (laughs) lions and all that but it's a real dog they adopted for the film and trained it okay and in interviews they said it was tough at certain times because the dog was really energetic and friendly and wanted to play but yeah they they waited for the dog to hit its marks and he was good the dog was good like i like when she's walking through like the the village or the camp and like the dog's just like prancing next to her like looking back and forth yeah. i was like oh it's moving like a real dog like that's kind of cool and but. that's really historically accurate that is the kind of dog that the indigenous people used oh really to hunt okay so this movie's very faithful and the, the representation of the culture from my understanding from reading is very accurate yeah. so i appreciate all that no totally and it feels authentic it does it does You've got um, the actors you have the setting and, and also like the on location stuff now granted the on location is the forest and the woods but still they're building the teepees mm-hmm. if you will they're they built a lot of practical sets and i will say another thing i appreciate it is the practical sets and the practical effects yes like yes the and predator there's a, there's the, the makeup the practical movement yep. of the face and everything that you know how i feel about that so when he when you see him move yeah. and obviously you know for the far away shots you got to do what you got to do sure. right but when you're turning up, invisible yeah when you're up close and yeah, you're, pu- you know, you're punching the thing and you're taking shots yeah. at it. I was like, yeah, this is a real great. guy in a costume and makeup. And, yeah. and, and I think that's a testament to the, the whole, the, just the craft of this film and how well made it is. And then also look how good this movie is and how much of it is practical. There's a correlation there because you're not getting taken out every five minutes going, well, that CG was bad. <laughs> yeah, that looked right, fake. Right, There's right. a weight to most of it. The only thing was the animals, do like you, you said. Do you think that? It's not as noticeable because it's not on the big screen. I don't think so. I think this was so good. Most people are complaining, saying, "I can't believe this didn't go on the big." That's screen. kind of. But I'm wondering how much that Shane Black movie damaged the name. A lot. Yeah. Oh, probably for yeah. sure. Well, and and, the, and the, the Adrian Brody. It was just like they keep trying to make this a franchise. They've never. They've never made a a successful. I sequel. think two did okay. Did it? I, think I don't know. Performed. I think yeah. do. I think two was but. When you when there's a jump between when there's no movie between two and a- AVP like two is like ninety one ninety two mm-hmm. maybe nine uh, ninety okay so I mean and then AVP was not until the two thousands but they're all bad that's what I'm saying you though. know they, they, yeah. they yeah they got they kept you know strikeout strikeout right. <laughs> and so yeah of course it's damaged but my point is going to your comment i think this movie is big screen quality it i agree looks gorgeous the practical effects are great i don't think blowing it up because i still watch on a big 4k tv and i'm watching it and i think like most other people on how the big internet, is yours? uh 60 or 70 okay. inch yeah same same deal yeah, yeah. It's, it's big the special effects and the cinematography and everything felt c- cinematic it yeah. did not feel tv movie quote unquote and again most stuff made for these big you know most do yeah, feel cinematic I just Circling back to Predator Two, it made thirty million dollars domestic on a thirty oh, million dollar yeah. budget okay. worldwide. It okay. made like fifty seven, but still, but that was that's not, not a win. Uh, it opened number four at the box office. Rocky Five did, better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which we've talked about on this podcast. Yeah. So ironically, okay. number one at the box office was Dances with Wolves. Oh, <laughs> really? Given, <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Okay, but no, I, I was just kind of curious as to if you think like because sometimes that'll happen, right? Like yeah. you'll get these. You know, not straight to streaming service. Well, straight to streaming service movies that don't exactly look. Well, they're saying that was the problem with Batgirl. That's the word on the street. Is but that, that was, was supposed to be a TV show. 
That was supposed to be a streaming thing first. And they were like, well, maybe we'll throw it in theaters and see what happens. That was the whole point of that movie. It well, was supposed to be on HBO Max. Well, no, I know. But that's what I'm saying is they, they the word is that they can't release in theaters because this guy's a theater guy. Okay, well, we'll make money on it. But they're saying it maybe would look, the sets and stuff might look a little TV. Saw that picture of that guy, whatever that wackadoo in that that still was and i was like nope that does not look enticing at all but that's that's the point is that that's why they're saying tax write-off because the movie has a 90 million dollar budget right but they may have to do reshoots they have to do 10 million dollars in marketing if it goes to theaters especially they got to buy all the millions in ad campaigns they got to split the profits with the theater so they can just go 90 million dollar write-off and make more than releasing a flop that makes sense so, so it's i mean just, I, I don't you know these I, not saying it's right, but no, that's I guess what the guy's head is where is. I where I kind of draw some, I don't know, some what I gotta call kind of bull stuff <laughs> is when people are saying like these people worked so hard on this they deserve it to be seen blah blah. I was like, yeah, but they got paid. They got paid. They got paid, and I get like, that. Like, I mean, you, you I put get, time into it. And I understand yeah, that, but, but like when you're an artist to make art and then not have it seen and appreciated, that's I, what art art is not really anything until people I don't disagree appreciate, with you. judge, critique. But it's not like they're out of money. You know, no, it's not like they did a they did a service and like. By the way, they you're not going to get paid. They, I mean, at the end of the day, they created a product, they provided a service to HBO Max, and then HBO Max decided they did not need that service. Right, but and they, they got, still but got, they got compensated paid. for and, it. And like, you can it, put that on your on your credits. I get that it's frustrating, oh. but it but like they still get paid. Right. I mean, that's you the know if you're on a game show and they don't air the episode, you don't get the money. Are you serious? Yeah. That's weird. If you even if you win? Uh-huh. Well, well so if you, you know, don't that's... win, you definitely don't get paid. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> <laughs> well, like I don't know how those work. Like do you get paid just to be on the show? No, like if if they don't pay you anything to even like if you get selected like, on... to play, I thought you I got some kind so, of daily. But, okay. but if you don't if they don't air the episode, how often does that happen? I don't think it happens too terribly frequently, but yeah. But if they don't air the episode, you don't you don't get paid. Dang, you right. your, your it's not like Jeopardy on, on the Simpsons where Marge owes Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying that it's like uh, you know, there's I, so many artists working and not getting paid. Like right. I, you know, yeah. But I, you, I think as I think I can sympathize I, I as an artist. It, if I you work like, hard on something. I understand the frustration, but I'm also like. I'm I'm not losing any sleep over it either. But they were right. told they were going to make yeah. a Batgirl movie on and they did. HBO. No, that would debut on HBO Max to tens of millions or hundreds of millions of people. What? Somebody, get, somebody was lied to in the <laughs> film industry? <laughs> the well, film industry? I'm just on record. I completely sympathize. <laughs> I, I do. I feel horrible bad. to think like it's like uh, the Pixar people. They're paid and their movie even got released on streaming and they told their families we're going to be in a big Pixar yeah. theatrical. And, you know, it's just. It would be a bummer. It would, and, but it, at least yeah. those got seen. But yeah, right. Like right. I said, I I get it, but I'm also like, like I I have bigger things to worry about. <laughs> yeah, thank you. World. Yeah. So yeah, so our character, she realizes there's she she sees a track, and she was like, "That's not a bear. Like that's not. There's a giant track." So she go. She gets knocked out. That's right. She gets knocked. There's a. There's a she pretty, gets up again. She get, That's mm-hmm. right. She is in this tree, and the whole thing is like she. They had planned that they would lure this the the lion back to this spot, and they would attack him in this tree. Fortunately, she falls off the tree and knocks herself out. Her brother has to bring her back to camp, and then the brother goes back out and takes care Gets of business, the lion. which is a pretty cool scene, right? Like where he's walking. He's through a badass. There. He is a badass. Dakota Beavers. And badass. what's his name in the movie? Tabe. Okay. Or Tabe. 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 Yeah. yeah. 
she wakes up and the mom is like, oh. I was saying it with the English pronunciation <laughs> for you guys. Yeah. You know, oh, like, I, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. yeah. I just want to keep that consistent. <laughs> she wakes up and the, like the mom's like, what are you doing? Like he had to bring you all the way back and then he had to yeah. go back out there. And so she's kind of, it's tough because she wants to be a warrior. The mom says, why do you want to do this? And she says, because you say I, you, you say I can't. Right. And so she wants to prove herself. Which is a good line. I like that line. It is a good line. And, and she's a really good actor. And she goes out there. And what does she do? She gets she's knocked not, out. And the brother has to save she her. She gets up again. It, she does. You're never going to keep You're never going to keep me down. true. I, spoilers. <laughs> you don't. That's true. So it's like, yeah, they're kind of proving their point. It's like, yeah, you, yeah I know you want to. But look, you're having to get rescued. It, it's not going to work out. And she's like, F that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, this, I think this is a cool scene. I like this scene a lot where... The brother brings brings home the lion. He becomes the war chief, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. And I do like that there's kind of, there's dissension, but it's never really talked about. There's one dude who's like in the group who I think we see later who is the one that our main character has a, ends up having a fight with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where he is not happy about it and he turns around and walks away and I was like, "Okay, so we no no dialogue, but we know that this guy is not happy mm-hmm. that the brother did it." The sister decides. He's got a chip on his shoulder the whole time. Big time. Yeah. She decides to go off on her own. There's a great scene where, and obviously it's a little on the nose, but I liked it anyway, where she is, like all of the women are walking one way and she is starting to walk that way. And she's like, nope, throws down her little bag, grabs her weapons and starts walking the opposite, like against traffic, basically. Mm -hmm. And I was like, symbolism. It's very, it is. And I was like, but it's a good looking, like, you know, where where the women, it's shot looking at our main character and you've got the women walking yeah. past her, who turning keep, their heads, who like, keep like you... shooting her glances as she's yeah. walking away. So she, because she knows it's still out there. The main thing is he brings home the lion, and she's like, "It's not the lion. There was right. something There's with tracks something that were else. not a bear. There's something out there. No, you don't know what you're talking about." So she's like, no, "I'm going to go get it. I'm telling you, right, right." And that's the thing is she's adamant. She's like, "I'm yeah. going." They also they touch on a fear of mine that I didn't know that I had anymore was goddamn quicksand. which i thought wasn't a thing and then she sinks and i was like oh no like that is a thing like come on so which i thought was a great scene it is a thing it just doesn't work like it does in the movies it's not sand it's mud which (laughs) Which is is what what they show yeah in movies it's like oh i'm in sand that doesn't work like that but but yes she she's going through and i think she finds does she find the the buffalo first is that right yeah it's it's out there okay so she ends up she she has this axe that she has been sharpening and she's got it like on a on like a lasso kind of. We should say too before that though. I love the way that he plants all these different animals. So we see kind of the food chain and yeah. who is the predator and who's the prey. Yeah. And you see it keep changing. We see rabbit, we see snake, we see bear, we see wolf, we see lion. I love how you see all these different things attacking each other and so we're eventually going to get to the top of the food chain. Yes, we are. And I I just think there's really good symbolism with all the animals attacking each other and yeah. how that evolves to predator and human. And I do like that they they don't shy away from A they don't shy away from the gore or the violence. Yeah. Like it is front and center. Yeah. When it gets there. And it, it takes a while to get there, but when it does, uh, and I also like that they keep with the theme of the predator where he's just collecting skulls, mm-hmm. right? So you yeah. see, he takes a snake and he takes the, cuts the snake. Open he doesn't know the, what the, what the uh, biggest foe will be. Yet. Right. He's collecting them to bring home the skull of the word that, you know, whatever the worthy adversary is. Yeah. So, so we, we'll get, eventually, we, get a, we get a snake skull, we yeah. get a wolf skull, we get a bear. Sk- that bear fight was cool. Like that was a cool, yeah. fight. you know, so I've heard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, the bear fight happens in the day. That's it's, the weird it's part. It's not. It's not nighttime. Fight He's fighting them in the daytime. 
I think a bear maybe is walking around at night at one point, but they're maybe in the stream. It was different when the bear was stalking. Yeah, because okay. they're in the stream in the daytime. So if you didn't see yeah. that, you really got to yeah, look something, at your screen. Something wrong. <laughs> but he, he's collecting. Yeah, you're right. His skulls are getting bigger yeah. and bigger. I like how he uses acid spray or whatever to melt down everything around it. So he's left with the skull. Is that what it's he was a cool doing? Effect. Yeah. Okay, he's melting down okay. the skin and, and blood and everything, and it's just a skull. It's cool. But it's. I was thinking of like what he was. So that's not. <laughs> I was thinking of how he did it in the the first movie because we see him do it right. Like we see him cleaning the skull uh-huh. of like Shane Black or something, and uh, I've just felt like he was just like boiling them. Well, yeah, but whatever he did in this one, it was just a cool. That was cool. I think I, it is different, but it's yeah. cool. Yeah. So she goes. She falls into the the, the quicksand. God <laughs> dang it. I, you know what? Honestly, what it is, I blame the never-ending story. Like that's yeah, really that's, what it is. Like, that, you. Flipping what was horse. that horse's name? I can't. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll never forget. I'll never forget. <laughs> oh God, that was gut wrenching. But this shows you too how she is kind of ill-prepared. She almost got herself killed. She by is, quicksand. but she's also resourceful, of course, right? Like yeah. it, it's she is ill-prepared, but she's also you know she so she uses this little axe with a rope on it, ends up pulling herself out. Uh, she finds. Yeah, that's the thing. She can't get any animals. She keeps missing them. She misses. In the beginning, the, ho- the a deer. huge deer. Yeah. She misses all these little rabbits. She keeps trying to throw the axe, and she's great at throwing an axe, but she's missing, she and can't she shoot can't a, get it. She can't shoot an arrow for shit. <laughs> but she can't. She has to go recover the axe, but then she finds out, put it on a, a rope, and then she can pull it back. Right. And so then the next scene, she's walking away with four rabbits over her <laughs> I shoulder. I was like, so. it's, it's been the thing, right? She has a problem. Mm-hmm. She figures it out. Exactly. So she... Go, oh, she goes into this clearing and she sees all of these buffalo, these skin buffalo. And of course, I'm thinking, of course, it's a predator. Like he's mm-hmm. doing his thing. Yeah. But then she finds a cigar. Yeah, and initially I was like, Dutch smokes cigars. Predator loves cigars. No. Dutch smokes cigars. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are we doing? Like, is it, a, is it a, like an Easter egg? Like, yeah. is it like, you know, a little thing? Because that's Dutch was smoking cigars the entire time in that movie, yeah. right? But if you're looking, 1719, right. a bear trap. What are now we there's doing? a cigar next to buffalo that are being wasted. Like the indigenous people didn't waste anything. No. They used the bones, they used the pelt, and they would just only kill what they needed. Right. There's a whole field. The whole herd of it's buffalo just carcasses. is just skinned. Yeah. And the, left the, to yeah, waste. right. The meat is all there. And so she is trying to figure this out. And then uh, is this where she's kind of captured by the, the other men from the tribe where they're like, we're bringing you back? Yeah, it happens. Okay. Yeah. So they bring her back and they're fighting her. And this is where we get an idea of like what she can do because we haven't really had we haven't really seen what she can do in mm-hmm. a fight. Right. So the men of this tribe, the one that like turns his back on her on her brother, gets a little handsy, gets puts his hands on her a little bit, uh, kind of attacks her. And she beats the bejesus out of him in she, a pretty she great wrestling move. She has a headlock. She does. At one point, is, I like, was watching man. it the whole time. I was like, oh, so that's a little arm bar. Like, that's yeah, all right. I, I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and I she's do, a badass. She's awesome. Yes, she's great. Uh, and I do like that. He he basically she punches him in the mouth, and he was like, "Forget it!" Like you know, everybody. He she doesn't want to, He doesn't want anything else to do with this this gal. And then does she? Oh, this is where the predator attacks them because he views them as a threat. Yeah, and he he goes after all of them Starts and just picking them off. And like and not, you know, in the first predator. There is a there's kind of like hints at violence, right? Like you yeah. see when they kill the the Native American guy off screen, they kill um, Duke off screen. Well, I guess you see the the muck come up from the back of Duke's head. Uh, Shane Black is off screen. Carl Weathers is kind of off screen. You see his arm fall. But off, in this but one, the fights and the gore, it's we, there. It's there. They're 
chopping heads and they're skinning, skinning and pulling their head out of their spinal <laughs> column. Yeah, ripping legs off. There's some like, really good kills and really good, especially when we get to the French part. Yeah. Predator versus French. When I, when I saw, when we get there and I saw like the village of French people, I was like, oh man, this is going to be like, like, oh, that's collateral. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. We need a bunch of people that they heat and kill that we don't care about. Have I got some people for you? <laughs> Let me introduce you to the French. <laughs> So that's how they get away. If if it were colonists and future Americans, see, we'd be like, "Oh, you can't take can't out the that, Americans." Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, those "Oh, no, this col- before those, that." Those colonists were just fine yeah. people when they. But these are the, the French, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and yeah, when I saw all of the folks, I'm like, "You're all gonna die." Yeah, well, <laughs> this is it's like the it's like the la morte. That's right. It's the. Uh, it's the it's the jaws in the water is what that yeah. is like. It's just a, yeah, it's feed, a feeding frenzy. So. She ends up getting hit in the face by a. She gets knocked out again, and I was like, but she "Man, gets up again, again." But the amount of head trauma that this gal has taken in the last twenty four hours, I was like, "Man, she is concussed AF." She wakes up in this French, like, uh, what would you call it? Camp, camp, camp? I guess. Encamp- yeah, thank, yeah, encampment. And she's not really sure what's going on. The French are like, "Look, we know something is out there, and we need your help to tell us where it is." And she was like, "No, I'm not doing that." And they end up pulling her brother out of another cage. And they were like, you're going to do this for us. And they end up like cutting his chest open. And I thought they were going to slit bait. his throat as bait. Yeah, yeah, it was for they, the blood. They were trying to lure him like a bear would. Because they don't know what's out there. No animal or whatever. So the blood is like, you know, how the bear was sniffing around. Which is, I mean, that is the first, that is the first like homage to the first one. Because in the first one, the Native American guy is standing on when he tells Dutch to take the girl, like, go, I'll stay back and fight. What he does with his knife is he cuts his chest open. Oh, there you go. And yeah. that's like the, I was like, all right, right on. Like, that's, I appreciate not hitting you over the head with it, but okay. Oh, there's some nice homage in this movie. Well, that's the thing. I think when you get a director like Dan Trachtenberg, who is this good of a filmmaker, again, we saw it in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. He's going to make subtle choices and yeah. he's not going to hit you over the head with stuff. That's the difference between a, the subtlety of a, great filmmaker and someone that's just hired that does an okay job you know sure. it's in focus but you know oh let's put homage let's put easter egg let's put whatever you know let's put all this fan service in yeah this is subtle and it works yes. and it works really well they're in the woods and i this is this is the second homage and this is actually these are the only two where they're back to back up against this tree and the well so the predator starts picking off frenchmen and then they like pop out of their traps oh, that's right. to try that's to right. attack him. Yeah, yeah. They... And, and he starts just slaughtering <laughs> right. the French. And the two main characters are able to untie but themselves. But what she and... says is like, look, don't move. Like, he didn't attack me when we were at the other thing because he doesn't view us as a threat. He's yeah, like, she got in a bear trap. Yeah. Oh, and, that's right. That's and right. It walked up and saw her on the chain and realized that she was the Not a threat. She was the prey. Yeah. It only attacks predators. That's the thing. He's a predator. He wants to take on the biggest, baddest predator from Earth, and prey is of no interest to him. He's None. a warrior. He's not a hunter. He's actually a warrior. He's, yeah. Um, yeah, trying to find the adversary. Exactly. Uh, so she says, like, don't move. Like, it doesn't view us as anything. Like, let it do its thing first, and then we'll do our thing. And he says, if it bleeds, we can kill it, which is a yeah, line from the yeah, first, yeah. which is a line from the first movie. I was like, yeah, all right. It's, that's, it's the equivalent of like that three notes of the Rocky I was theme. thinking the exact <laughs> same thing in Creed. And I, I, I loved his line delivery on it because he didn't, he didn't like 
wink at the camera yes. or make it, it make it a bigger line than it was. Like he's just like he's arrived at the same conclusion. Right. Yes. If it can bleed, you can, and it and it it also logically makes sense that like well it's bleeding, so like <laughs> yeah. we can do more damage. We've done damage, so we can do more damage. Right. Let's go do it. Fan you know. service should be under delivered. Yeah. Otherwise, it looks like a wink. That's right? exactly it. it yeah. You just say it. It's it's a you're right. It's a what do they call that? Like it's the same thought process. So yeah, you're just right. going to be stating the same fact, but without the same cadence if you say the same inflection and right. cadence then that character knows it's, n- it's not like they didn't do the handshake you know what i mean yeah, like right. they didn't do that they <laughs> naru remi- you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of in uh, everything everywhere all at once where he says like your hair never falls in quite the same way you're d- like he's doing that line from oh story of a girl mm-hmm. but he had never heard the song and so so he's just saying so it. they they didn't yeah. tell him it was a song because oh, really because they wanted him to say they they That's didn't awesome. want him to mimic the cadence of the line. That's pretty great. Which is why it hits you weird because he doesn't say it in that rhythm. You're talking but, about Kihi Kwan. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so it it just it kind of reminded me of that. Like I almost wondered like did this guy never see the first movie and it's just a line to him. It's interesting. Kinda, it's kind of awesome to see how people interpret things that they don't know are based on pre-existing right. writing or properties or whatever, because then it's like, how do you take this line or whatever it is, this situation and interpret how, what's your interpretation Yeah, and not of this is a quote or this is a remake of a scene or whatnot. It's like, yeah, how do you take this concept and apply it to your acting and apply it to the scene? So don't cool. tell them, don't tell them it was yeah. from something else yeah. and let them do their thing. Uh, so yeah, this is, I mean, this scene is bonkers. Like it's straight up predator, like we can see the predator, and I and I will like it's a little bit different. Like the camouflage is also a little bit different, mm-hmm. uh, but he is tearing through all of the French the French folks. Like it does not matter. He is gutting them and pulling their arms off, and like he just doing. Pre- you know, we get to see the shield for the first time where he decapita- decapitates a guy. It's great. Yeah, like it's this great is this, what I and what I mean by this is kind. It's a soft remake of the original one. Is this is how the original one builds up, right? Yeah. Like it's. Dutch and his crew in the jungle trying yeah, it's to... it's a very similar premise. Like, yes. group of people in the wild going mono to mono. You've got one one yeah. main character, and I guess, you know, Carl Weathers is kind of the other main character, but... And the brother is here, too, kind of. That's what I'm saying. Like, so. he, the, But he, like Carl Weathers is kind of the bad guy as well. Oh, okay. Spoilers for 1987's Predator. Well, they hide the Predator, too, which is really good. They do the thing similar to Jaws, similar... Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't see the predator except for a distance. They don't show you the whole non-camouflage predator. You don't see the face until the mask the very comes end, off. You There's, one ugly son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, he takes the skull thing comes off at some point. She ta- the well, I think he she does damage at the, to it or something because well, she takes end, it. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, we do see it off. Maybe when he's fighting the French or something, it comes off at some point. And you see it. And then he puts it back on. Yeah, the but, best the, to me, it's when he kills the bear and he guts the bear and like holds it over his head and the and, blood and like you see like him, how yeah. big he is. And I was like, that's, that's a really dope. cool reveal to the camouflage is he he's shown because the blood, right? The, bear's blood. the bear. Yeah, he gutted. A bear I mean, he just like slams that bear. <laughs> the bear's actually getting some licks in. You see some green blood. And then he's just like, nope. Good you night. know, <laughs> one of the cool things that I thought was when that wolf attacks him yeah. and the wolf bites his leg. Yeah. And you see like the green blood on the wolf's teeth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a nice little touch. 
Like, of course, you know, normally I wouldn't even think anything of it, but because the predator has a different color blood, yeah. like just the it's the, to show uh, damage. Yeah, you and see I was the like, green blood cool. wherever there's damage. Yeah, yeah. And we're so used to seeing red blood and whatnot, so it is cool that you see it on different uh, different weapons that damage him, mm-hmm. the animal's teeth and the mouth, or it's it's neat that they showed some damage because this predator, although he's really good. He's still out there doing his test too. Right. So, and that's again running parallel to Naru's test is she's out there trying to get her kill and come back to her tribe. He's getting dropped off by his predator. I don't can't remember the real name of their species, but predators. The predators. Yeah. He's getting dropped off to get his kill and bring. Do they the have skill a, have they ever said their real name? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. there a real name? There no. is. Yeah. There's a lot of comic books too. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever go to. Like, oh yeah. There's like, so many. Good lord, Marvel now has the rights because you know. They own Merger, everything. right? Yeah. Predator is known as a Yata, uh, Yata, or a Hishiku Ten. God bless you. Yes. Well, this is um, this is on Disney Plus in the international market. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. It's on something called I think Star Star Plus in Latin America. Okay. And then Hulu in America, and then Disney Plus everywhere else. It's only a matter of time, right? You got to think though. They're going to yeah. merge those. There's not much use point. of Hulu, especially right? now that they've got passwords for rated R stuff. On just throw Disney. it on there. Yeah. I, I think mean, they will eventually. Hell, if Discovery and HBO can merge together, you know? It's just, but Hulu still has a lot of other channel stuff, so they make money oh. from, it's not just Fox, it's all the other ABC. And, that you makes know. sense. So. so, yeah, so there's, they finally, they get back to the, the, the village, or the, not the village, but the, uh, French the, camp? the French encampment, and they, it's the same plot, right? It's the same, she's, the brother ends up saying, he's like, you were, you're like, your plan was right about that lion. He's like, it was... In it did exactly what you said it would do, and that's how I got it. Yeah. So let's do it again. And they set up the predator in here, and there's a great like this is another great fight between, you know, it's it's one thing when it's Arnold Schwarzenegger or Danny Glover fighting, yeah. the you know, because at that point Schwarzenegger is like big and bulky, he's and huge, and he's fighting this thing, and you're like, okay, this makes sense. He, you know, the yeah. scene where he's bending the bow is like, yeah. all right, we just need a scene to so we can get Arnold to flex, and like yeah. that's the you know, but, but Tabe is riding horseback, jumping off the horse to yeah, he's doing he's much him. smaller, and it, and what's the 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 sister's name? Naru. Naru is like you know she's sliding, she's using her. She speed, a lot. yeah, which is great. Yeah. I think it's, and I will say that one of my complaints always is the fight choreography is it's it's choppy, and in this one it is a little choppy, mm. but they pull back enough, and I feel like she's not experienced enough as a as a character that she wouldn't be as smooth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like having it be a little choppy, but letting her do her thing and mm. seeing all of her movements and jumping on his on the predator's back and yeah. like doing everything. I, I thought was the pretty fight great. choreography was really good. I agree. I didn't once go like, oh, it's quick cut choppy motion. Like I thought it was really good action. No, I agree. Yeah. And I, I especially I, the horseback stuff going, jumping off the horses and fighting like that. Right. Is, yeah. So the brother ends up, we realize that this is not going to go well. Like <laughs> the predator is just kind of, chopping his way through everybody and the brother decides he's like you got to go like you got to get back to the village this is my final stand i'm not well they had him dead to rights but then he turns on his invisibility right and then he and, was gone and then you don't know where he is yeah. and he shows up and the brother basically before says like this is your this is your test this is your test bring him back right and so the predator shows up and guts him. Him. and guts the guts the brother from behind and it was it's a cool visual right because yeah. the predator does still have those giant wolverine claws you know right through his chest right like lifts him up (laughs) yeah yeah and then basically she fights him off and she hand she is smart he's able he's able to stab him or something so she can get away because he tells her to run 
Oh, that's right. Because with he, his the last predator, strength, the predator he takes turns a around dagger or something. No, no it's the, the it's the wolf's head. He grabs that wolf's head off of the predator and like shoves okay, it into, yeah. his, into his leg or whatever. So uh, she doesn't Gets away and does her trap thing. Yes, she sets the whole very much like the first one where she sets up the traps and she does. You know, predator comes into the village and she is this where she jumps off the. Well, she meets you gotta she meets the uh, the language the French interpreter guy. Oh right, right back right. at the village, and he yeah. says, "Save me! I'll give you this gun and show you how to use it if you save me." His leg has been chopped off by the predator. She uses that medicine on him, and so his blood. This is where she realizes that he doesn't see the French guy. Right. She's like, "It doesn't see him. He's on the ground playing dead." And the predator, like the ones in the other movies, use heat signatures. Yeah. And we see from the POV, the predator POV, that there's no heat signature on him. Mm-hmm. Except for the predator steps on him and he makes a noise, <laughs> and then the predator kills him. He's like, but, "Oh, you sneaky, sneaky!" But she gets the idea to use the herb on herself so right. that she has stealth camouflage like him. But he also gives her this gun, and you know the significance of that gun? No, that is the gun in Predator Two that the predators hand Danny Glover. Oh, that's pretty great. That's I, the I, gun. I, I knew it had to mean something, right? When, they, sh- story. when they show the name, and I was yeah. like, "Well, I can't even see the name." But yeah, Raphael. That's whatever. okay. That so, is the exact gun that the Predators give as a reward. As a, as a reward to Danny Glover. So now we have an origin story that it came from this guy. Somehow it's going to end up. But wait a minute, how does it get back to the Predator? Well, no, we don't. I mean, there's going to be you know, there's 300 <laughs> years. There's more to come. But the point is though, we have an origin story of where that gun came from, which okay. is really cool. That's fun. That's yeah. fun. So yeah, she ends up uh, fighting the Predator here, and it's like she's like I said, she's jumping off. Um, like tree branches and she's doing like she's it's a pretty great fight and I so she super, takes the gun and she blows his tracking mask off that's what it that, and then and goes then sets she, it up she grabs the mask and then she sets up this whole thing and uh, then we go back to the quicksand she catches him in the quicksand and then the targeting thing is on the predator she sets up the mask yeah in like woods so he doesn't see it, right? Yeah, it's just aimed at him, but it's hidden. But she ends up, the predator comes in, she jumps off the tree, starts knifing him, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he throws her off or whatever, and then he gets stuck in the quicksand, right. and then you see the targeting lights go on him, yes. and he goes to shoot his arrows at her without the targeting, not knowing the targeting is on, right. and then it goes to it him. Blows his brains so out. So they circle back around and get him. Right. And I was like, all right, that's pretty slick. That's yeah. cool. pretty good. Uh, she so outsmarted him. She outsmarted him, that's right. So she, we end up seeing her walking back to the village holding the head of the predator. And now instead of it being like soot or, you know, like black paint on her face, she's painted her face with the blood of the predator. And I was yeah, like, it was cool. That was the a green. dope vigil. Yeah. Like that was pretty cool. So she's the war chief. Now, now she is the war chief and she kicks the head to the, you know, to the chief of the, the tribe and he does the, the ritual. The, and that like, yeah, that's how this one ends. Like this is a pretty, it's crazy that it took this long to get a good sequel like a legit not like eh, this is a pretty fun this is movie great. like this yeah. is like this is yeah it was really well done this is really well done and i hope trachtenberg gets more stuff that's not like water world you know like mm-hmm. 10 cloverfield sure lane is water world was an interesting concept that's so I, yeah all I, I, could, I, all I think of dana carvey as ross perot describing water world like that's <laughs> what i think of every time I hear but it. i i think that it in the right hands it could be salvageable maybe that's what i'm saying yeah. but but look what he did with predator those movies were bad 
and he took the concept of Predator and made an awesome one. Yeah. And Waterworld's a good concept, so even if the execution wasn't all there, the world building, again, like the way he did with On Location and, and all the indigenous people, the, the real sets that were built and how he stayed true to that, if he can build a world that's this post-apocalyptic crazy world and make it feel lived in and real. Yeah. You know, I think he can do it. and Probably. And, and it's not like that's going to be his last thing. I mean, that's a series, but I'm sure with the success of these two films, he probably can do. He. It's funny, on that podcast, the two hosts were kind of like throwing ideas, you know, like, what if it was Schwarzenegger? What if you know, mm-hmm. what if they bring Dutch back? And I think there's something else in the works with him, with this franchise, because he was like, mm-hmm. Oh, 10 like, Predator Lane. Yeah, 10 Predator Lane. <laughs> that's exactly it. But like they would throw out these different ideas for bringing Dutch back. Well, you watch the end credits, right? I watched all the way through. Yeah, why? Okay. Well, there's the teasers in the credits. What so, do you mean? Well, so at the end of the movie. Oh, then no, I didn't. I just fa- I was like, I looked at I the like bar. I like scrolled to see. I was looking oh. for something. You, you have to actually watch the credits. The cre- no, so that. <laughs> oh, it wasn't that long. It was the vi- the graphic credits. They uh, so the end the end of the movie has visual credits that roll and they actually hired a real native american artist to draw in the style of cave paintings and it retold the story like a lot of credits do but it was retelling the story of this movie in cave paintings and at the very end you see three predator ships show up oh really so leading to oh they're coming back to either you know see what happened to their guy or come fight three of them are going to take you know but i mean sure sure i'm not saying that's for sure but it is alluded to well that they are wh- and what i'm saying is like they were throwing out ideas of dutch coming back and sure. you know because that was the deal at the end of the shane black one yeah is that when that pod opened it was supposed to be dutch in yeah. the pod and of course it was like the weird body suit or something yeah. i uh, don't think schwarzenegger come come back at this point why wouldn't he comes back for the terminator what was the last one we just did they just did one yeah, five or six years ago. Still, they just okay, so he could still. He's. I mean, he, that dude came back to that franchise I'm, every single time. I'm just except saying, for the at one. some point, he's getting. All up I'm there. saying is, I just, Trachtenberg. Yeah, Dark Fate was 2019. Yeah, okay, that's not that. Long yeah, ago. Trachtenberg shut up real quick when they were mentioning like bringing him back, and he was like, he was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I can't say anything yeah. until it's set right you know. right but i just think it's interesting that yeah. they mentioned it and he got real quiet yeah. real fast we'll see i don't know man how long can these old action heroes do it i just don't know as long as they want because yeah. they're just like just give me a cgi stunt double okay <laughs> hey john wayne was making action movies in the in the, the 70s right yeah like his right. last movie was what 78 no 75 when did the shootest come out I thought it was 75. If it's 78, that's crazy. That's the same year that Halloween came out. 76. Okay. Still, so, that's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was in it with Ron Howard. And he was sick at that point, right? Yeah. 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 He was, I mean, because that's, because his, spoiler, his character dies <laughs> right. in the film. And it's one of the few where John Wayne dies. Actually like, dies. Yeah. He, his character doesn't die all that frequently. No. It was John Wayne. What are you going to do? Yeah. But yeah, I think this is, Trachtenberg has scored another home run as far as I'm concerned. Like, this was this was great. Um, give me some, give me some more Predator in this world. Eh, just give me Predator in general. I like yeah. those movies. Yeah, I think I, li- I think I like the idea of it skipping through time and landing in different backgrounds. Yeah, you know, historical yeah. backgrounds. Yeah, right? especially when they're just like, wait a minute, these, yeah, Podunk. Like, like I like this movie a lot. I don't want to see him fight 
in modern times. Fight these people again. Yeah. Like, I yeah, would, let me I, see him fighting somebody in World War II. I want to see him fight Vikings, fight. Yeah, like they you know should I mean? have him travel throughout trying to find. And but it just has to be before this because these are the formidable <laughs> adversaries, right? So you got to go back in time and fight. Well, older. but it's, to me, it's like they have to have a reason to come back. Right, so if they, oh, if, right. if, this is the if, first time, if they, right. well, if, no, but if they've is... been defeated here, they're like, okay, yeah. maybe there's something on this planet. That's that, true. But then they keep coming back and they keep dying. <laughs> like maybe at one point, like I don't want to go there anymore. Like, <laughs> I, they keep killing know. us. I don't, it's their Everest. How many people die trying guess to that's scale true. Everest? That's a good, it doesn't stop good, other that's people good call. from trying. Yeah, you know? no, I, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that's exactly what it is, and why they keep coming to Earth. Like I was saying earlier, for yeah. the modern time people, it's that they've got to. When they're gonna right. keep coming? Yeah, that's true. You don't want. I don't want to see a 2022 version of this. Yeah. Well, we did, but it was not good yeah. because there's just we're so technologically advanced at this point that it's just like we'll just shoot them with a drone. I, I really like the idea of have the Vikings with their swords and shields and cool. axes. Like have different, yeah, cultures. Different. Just keep yeah. coming to America because yeah. apparently it's the only place that the predators can land <laughs> is America. Well, no, what they weren't in America in the first one. I right? guess that's true. They were in what Costa yeah. Rica, Costa Rica, or something. Yeah, the jungle. Were they really? I remembered that. Well, it was the ju- the jungle. Okay, you know, I was just I like, know. I don't, honestly don't think I've seen the first Predator movie since it came out. It's perfect. It's a perfect like, I was movie. Just like, okay, that's fine. I just, you know, Jurassic that's the Park one, Predator crossover. That's the one that Van Damme was in. Van Damme was the original Predator, and he oh, could, yeah, and he couldn't like move in the suit like they wanted him to, and he oh, kept over right. he kept overheating. And they were just like, never mind. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> never mind the guy who would be one of the biggest action stars yeah. of the 80s and early 90s. He was a predator. Go look up the actually go look up if you can find it. I'm sure you can. There was the original Predator costume and it is awful. <laughs> it's very different and it's awful. And they brought in Stan Winston and he fixed it. We should say this guy, Dane DeLegero, was That's the, the predator. predator. So the yes. one I was Derek Mears, I think, was the predator in the Shane Black one, and he's I think he was the guy that played Jason Voorhees in oh, okay. one of the newer ones. Like he wow. was just a massive man. Yeah. yeah, this guy's got some size to him. You can tell. Look at here. Look at the interview. The picture. of The interview with him. You got oh my the gosh! You <laughs> can tell who the predator is in <laughs> yeah. this picture. He's just towering over them. <laughs> but yeah, this is great. Go check it. It's on Hulu. You're not paying anything for it. It's a two hour. Hour forty five. Yeah, like hour. I think it was hour thirty nine. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, totally worth your time. So uh, anyway, I guess that's it for this one. Let's uh, go on the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, all that stuff. And uh, also don't forget we have a Patreon, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content and it helps us out. We greatly appreciate it. So... That's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, the creature deems Dutch a worthy opponent. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Better watch out. It's going to ruin the plot. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.